0: This is the Data Center Frontier Show, where we tell the story of the data center industry and its future. Our show is hosted by Rich Miller, the editor of Data Center Frontier. And now here's Rich with our show.
1: When it comes to climate change, it's time for the data center sector to lead. Today, we continue our discussion of the key trends in data centers and cloud computing for 2021. Providing the insights you need to know for the year ahead. Our topic today is sustainability. The massive energy footprint of uh, cloud computing really enables the data center industry to uh, drive uh, a big shift over to renewably powered business. This is becoming a big issue for cloud platforms, uh, for developers of data centers, and especially for end users of data center services. I'm Rich Miller. I'm the editor of Data Center Frontier, where we explore what's next for the digital economy and the innovations that will take us there. If you're new, be sure to subscribe to the Data Center Frontier show. And remember that all the links that we mention here today will be included in our show notes. So be sure to check those out. We've got a whole bunch of resources that we'll share at the end of the broadcast. So uh, stick around for that because uh, some of the stuff uh, will really be useful. This is the second in a series of broadcasts where we're talking about the eight trends that will shape the data center in 2021. Uh, At the beginning of each year, I share my take on the eight key trends for the year ahead. And this has become one of the most popular features on data center frontier. The urgent need for climate action has really been writ large in, in the headlines in 2020. There were devastating wildfires on the West Coast, and powerful hurricanes along the Gulf Coast, uh, including several at a time. These disasters really have been a tipping point in terms of public awareness of climate impact, driving home the fact that uh, a changed climate is not just a future threat, but a current reality, and that it's not just about sea level rise, but it's about changing conditions in the weather around us. Customers and stakeholders are demanding accountability on climate impact as a result of all of this, which really is creating a compelling business incentive to embrace sustainability. And that's one of the things that uh, we think has really changed in, uh, in 2020. The data center industry, of course, is in a unique position to accelerate the adoption of sustainable practices and reduce the damage to our climate. This is magnified by this digital transformation That's been going on for a little while, but is really shifting much of our lives to online platforms. This is a trend that has been dramatically accelerated by the COVID-19 pandemic and the need for remote work, which has brought along with it uh, contactless commerce uh, and automation to reduce uh, viral exposure. One of the things the data center industry has actually been really good at is innovation in energy efficiency. And over time, it's become one of the leading adopters of renewable energy. These trends have both been driven by the industry's largest customers, the hyperscale operators, including Microsoft, Google, Facebook, and Amazon Web Services. A number of the the large multi-tenant developers, the, the data center REITs, have really been serving as fast followers in this respect. But sustainability is really now not just about uh, these companies leading. It's really a front of mind concern for enterprise customers. And that is raising the bar for the entire industry. There was a, a, a recent uh, write-up on this by the Uptime Institute that I thought was really interesting as part of some of the year, uh, their year-end of 2020 coverage. Uh, they write, the time of easy wins and greenwashing is ending. Regulators, watchdogs, customers, and others will increasingly expect operators of digital infrastructure to provide hard and detailed evidence of carbon reductions, water savings, and significant power. For those organizations that lack the will to reduce their digital infrastructure carbon footprints, there will be fewer opportunities to avoid close and meaningful scrutiny. There will be nowhere to hide. One of the things I think is really important to highlight is that the data center industry has really been a force for positive change on climate action over the past decade. Cloud computing platforms have pioneered advances in sustainable operations, uh, as well as the adoption of renewables. And this impact will really be amplified in coming years as more businesses dump their carbon heavy on-premises data centers and migrate to infrastructure that is greener because it's operated by cloud platforms and and co-location providers. Uh, When you think about it, taking as much of the uh, energy using IT footprint and concentrating it in the world's largest technology companies with a financial incentive to reduce their power bills and to operate as efficiently as possible is really a win all around. Migrating to cloud platforms has Has really slashed the carbon footprint for a lot of IT departments. But the incentive for the data center industry to raise its game is not just because sustainability is good policy, but also because it's good business. Let's take a look at the numbers for just a second. The global data center industry, according to the International Energy Agency, used approximately 205 terawatt hours in 2018, which represented about 1% of the world's electricity use that year. That sounds like a lot, and it is. That's one reason that data centers are routinely characterized as energy hogs by, uh, by environmental groups and particularly by the media. The, the larger story is really that data centers have dramatically improved their efficiency. And the way we see that is that there's been a small increase in industry electricity use during a period when the work being done by data centers has grown explosively due to the growth for cloud computing and online services. Uh, the server farms have really become remarkably efficient in their energy use. Between 2010 and 2018, the use energy used by global data centers grew just 6% from 194 terawatt hours to 205. But during that time, The installed base of physical servers rose 30%, and the number of compute instances, the virtual machines running on on physical hardware, rose by 550%. This extraordinary progress really illustrates what we call the power of the megawatt the energy that is saved by operating more efficiently. Uh, This reminds me of a saying that I like a lot, which is that the most energy efficient data center the one that you never have to build. This progress has come about uh, in a couple of ways. Part of it is developing metrics for energy efficiency, which in turn has led to a lot of innovation uh, and given the the industry the ability to really improve in a number of key areas. The the benchmark that was developed by an outfit uh, called the Green Grid is Power Usage Effectiveness, P-U-E. Now, PUE is controversial. It it kind of takes a look at energy efficiency through the lens of the power chain within the data center. It looks at the power that you get from the energy grid and how much of that actually gets to the, the racks and servers. So its real power was in eliminating a lot of redundant electrical infrastructure and transformations from AC to DC, which result in small amounts of power loss at each part of the chain. For a lot of firms, PUA became an important yardstick for measuring the progress they were making towards improving the energy efficiency of their data centers. There was also some folks who monkeyed with the numbers a bit to, to try and uh, make it sort of the, the PUE Olympics. And as a result, some people love PUE and, and some people not quite so much. There's lots of ways to talk about the improvement in energy efficiency in data centers. The anecdote I like best is the server in a tent, which is an experiment that Microsoft conducted. Back in the day, uh, data centers used to be kept almost like freezers. They were very cold because the notion was that servers were fragile and expensive, and they operated best in, in cool temperatures. So you wanted to keep it cold so that they would last as long as possible, and you'd get every inch of your budget out of them. And as a result, you had data center techs wearing parkas in the data center. Microsoft decided to test out whether or not this was, this was really true, whether servers were fragile or whether they could operate just fine in different uh, temperature and humidity ranges. So they took a rack of servers and they put it in a tent outside one of their data centers and just monitored it for about eight months. And of course what they found is that most of the servers operated just fine. There was a similar research being done by Intel at the time which showed that not only was you know, power and humidity not a problem, but you know, servers could even get pretty dusty and still uh, operate uh, uh, pretty well with a limited number of failures. That created an environment where people could feel free to raise the temperatures in their data center, stop paying for all of the cold air that they were uh, manufacturing, uh, using that running their air conditioning to keep the server room so cool. And that just saved a ton of energy, Uh, and and that's just one illustration of many of the things that were going on in the data center industry to try and uh, really slash the the use of energy and uh, the impact on the planet. While efficiency has been an important goal, pretty soon the question became, why don't data centers just use renewable energy, like wind and solar? Well, there's important challenges around that, mostly around intermittency, which is the fact that uh, data centers need uh, energy around the clock. You you don't want your servers to turn off at night or when uh, weather gets calm. And of course, solar farms need sun to operate and, uh, and wind farms only work when the wind is blowing. As a result, utilities didn't offer many renewable options for data centers or any of their large users. Outfits like Greenpeace soon began to challenge that. They targeted data centers with uh, campaigns that highlighted the use of fossil fuel in their energy supply, most notably with a a campaign that targeted Facebook, uh, saying that uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook should unfriend dirty coal. While this really oversimplified a complex problem, It was effective in prompting some action and and making the data center industry take a a harder look at uh, how they could use renewable power. Greenpeace's take on that was really simple. You guys are the very biggest customers, and the utility industry will listen to you uh, when they won't listen to us. Over the years, there's been a lot of leadership, particularly from, from Google and Facebook and Microsoft, uh, and more recently, Amazon Web Services has really stepped up its use of renewable power. The IEA, the International Energy Agency, found that the four largest purchasers of renewable energy in 2019 were all data center operators, including the three major cloud platforms and that leading social network. The depth of the uh, data center industry's impact on purchases of solar and wind power is, uh, was also noted by the EPA in the U.S., They compiled the list of the top 100 users of renewable power, uh, and tech firms really dominated the top of the list. They were in five of the top six positions and 11 out of the top 25. There's a lot to talk about in terms of sustainability and data centers. So you may be wondering, where can I learn more about green data centers and find some tips on how to meet my company's ESG goals and commitments? We're here for you. At Data Center Frontier, we have a bunch of resources we put together to provide a deeper dive into this topic. The first is a special report on green data centers and sustainability, uh, which takes a holistic look at sustainability and then addresses really some specific ways in which data center providers and customers can take steps to improve their environmental impact. We also have a special report that takes a very specific look at water usage in data centers, how it affects local water systems and uh, some strategies to help navigate responsibly amid historic droughts and uh, wildfires. We have article series um, on the DCF website that can summarize both of these special reports and you'll find links to all of these reports and article series in our show notes and now, I'm going to go all Billy Mays on you. But wait, there's more. Uh, I'm also doing a webinar with the sustainability team from Iron Mountain, uh, which has done some really interesting work on the sustainability front. We're going to dig into many of the topics I've touched on today and answer your questions about data centers and environmental stewardship. You can uh, tune in for the live webinar on Wednesday, February 10th but we'll also have an on-demand replay of the webinar available as well. These are all free resources. You just enter your email address and you have access to all of the reports in the webinar, uh, as well as a bunch of other educational resources we've created at Data Center Frontier in our white paper library. Remember, this is the second of the eight trends that we called out in our story, eight trends that will shape the data center sector in 2021. We'll provide a link to the full story in our show notes so you can go and check out all eight and you'll get sort of a sneak preview of what we're going to talk about in uh, the upcoming podcasts. That's all for now. So thanks for tuning in to the Data Center Frontier Show where we tell the story of the data center industry one podcast at a time. Please remember to subscribe and we will see you again soon.
0: Thanks for listening to the Data Center Frontier Show. You can find the show notes for this episode at datacenterfrontier.com podcast, including links to the resources Rich has mentioned. Be sure to subscribe to the Data Center Frontier Show at Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or where you find your podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, please tell your friends or share about it on your social channels. You can always find us on the web at datacenterfrontier.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Until next time.